you're hearing this, then maybe it's not too late. Right now, you're dead. I'm dead. But then, in your time, we can change things and live. We can survive the fear agents. Just like that, they were gone. As soon as Gregory Harrison and the Iceman had settled into our Delphi compound, just as soon as Synergy Machina and I had grown casually accustomed to having two different alternate versions of me joining us, they were gone. Just gone. Completely disappeared. Synergy couldn't sense their minds. Delphi scanners couldn't locate them anywhere on the globe. And Machina's sensor skin could only get a faint reading of an unidentifiable energy signature in their sleeping quarters. Machina speculated that based on her zero theory, Harrison and his alternate version had been called back to their respective worlds now that I had returned, I'll bet, powerless. We never found out because we never saw either of them again. It was nice having other versions of me around to talk to, I'll admit. Having someone or someones that despite having radically different upbringings share the common bond of being the rarest of all post-humans, an adapter. While Machina and Synergy and I could find common ground with simply being post-human and the trials and conflicts and victories and defeats that resulted from our mutual choices that had led us to forming a new resistance, but having someone that had my same uniqueness held a special connectivity no one else could match. But our conjectures as to where Harrison and the Iceman had gone would be the last thing we were wondering about when Delphi's alarms went off. Her scanners gently cooling from trying to find our wayward allies, registered the sudden appearance of seven mysterious pylons. We'd never seen anything like them. Rectangular vessels about the size of coffins lined with corrugated metal that was impenetrable to all of Delphi's and Machina's probes. Completely opaque, they appeared, they landed from seemingly nowhere, perched on stabilizing platforms. The three worst things we realized when we saw them on screen were, we didn't know what was in them, they had appeared outside Cedar Rapids in Iowa, and we would have to face whatever they were. Luckily for the team, Delphi had fabricated a suit for me. This supplemental uniform of intuitive technology allowed me to synthetically manifest a new set of abilities. I could utilize a set of energy blades, create guns that pulled their ammo from a pool of my own biothermic and bioelectric generation, and had a low level of physical restoration. I called them my pooled powers, pooled for general defensive and offensive abilities, and pooled for my own body to manifest. We took a red door to Iowa, and we posted up as a line along the pylons. As we took up defensive positions, the pillars hissed and groaned, their hatches opened, letting loose a fire team of cybernetically reanimated soldiers and three new post-humans. Machina's surface scans revealed the soldiers' expendability, but also the post-human capabilities we were facing. There was a maker, another Cytech manipulator like Machina. There was a telepathic reader, but not close to Synergy's power levels. And a third that her sensors failed against, almost like he was pulling from the pylon's own shielding. What would be called the Battle of Iowa took place. While we took down the soldiers, the reader and maker triumphed, and the third went into hiding. 
Synergy realized she needed to train to use her capabilities for combat. No one knew at the time what Synergy's time in the killing field would yield and how the third post-human would change our lives forever. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play.